Oh, the sounds of motorcycles going by. How nice. It's 2.16 in the day. Uh, not at night. That's a change. I'm doing this podcast because, um, because I don't, I have my bot, I feel numb and like emotionally, whole body. Um, and I'm in bed. I know I do have to get to my desk. There are things I have to do. But right now I don't have the. Right now I'm struggling to find the mental energy and and physical energy to get out of bed. So um, I figured this would be the most accessible thing for me to do that's marginally productive, you know? I don't consider this podcast productive. I gotta stop calling it a fucking podcast. I don't consider this productive, you know? I'm not doing shit like, I'm not teaching anything, (laughs) you know? Um, Maybe you consider this productive. Maybe you learned something from my ramblings, whoever the fuck you are. I got eight listens on the, not the last episode, but the episode prior. I don't remember what I titled it. I don't even remember what number I'm on. Is this 314, I think? Oh, man. Um, yeah, 314. Hello. Why am I numb? Why, why, why is my body... I'm thinking of a lot of shit. If you listen to this for the past couple months, the very few episodes I've put out since November, you can imagine what those things are. But I am going through a lot of shit emotionally, mentally, and it's exhausting, and I've never been, and that's not true, I have, the, I, I have not experienced a period of time where I have been emotionally exhausted as this, this much as I have been, you know? like before like years prior or whatever winters prior when i when i've been uh you know in the trenches um i was all that was all dealing with my own emotions for my own self like that was all internal there was no external i wasn't dealing with anyone else's shit Uh, i mean not that's not exactly true i guess i was dealing with like a little bit of my parents or whatever, but I wasn't dealing with very, like that was that dealing with my parents' emotions. That's an ongoing thing. I have developed a way to get through that without, you know, destroying my own mental. Um, But for the most part, it's all been dealing with, my own internal struggles of self-hatred or whatever and all that shit, you know? And for the most part, I got past it, um, you know, up until recently, of course. Um, no, I guess in that case, yeah, I haven't got past it. It hasn't been tested in a, in a, in a 
setting like this one in a romantic setting or a whatever, not a romantic setting, but like in a fucking rom romantic situation. Um, so, so that's me. Hi guys. I'm, uh, fucking crazy. And another thing that sucks the most is that I thought the depression was fading. I'm like, okay, the worst part of winter has come and gone. You know? I think that's what I'm just going to call, start calling my seasonal depression. I'm just going to start calling it my winters. Because my winters are cold and brutal and, and, and hard to get through. You know? Um... Uh, yeah. My summers are great. Here's the thing. I, I don't hate winter. I like winter. Like, I I kind of enjoy it. Like, obviously, I hate the cold. Unless it's snowing. If it's snowing, then great. But otherwise, I hate the cold. I don't know what my favorite season is. I don't think it's spring. Because spring is cool and all. I mean, a lot of shit happens in spring springtime, though. I mean, a lot of shit happens to me throughout all the year except for winter. <laughs> Winters usually suck. Um, I don't know. I mean, no, that's not true. Last year, I got that job at Casa over the winter. Um, I haven't gotten any responses. I mean, it's the weekend, and tomorrow's President's Day, so everyone's off. So I haven't gotten any responses for any of those uh, jobs that I applied for. I didn't apply for that many once I really took a step back and thought about it. I applied for three. I'm going to apply for another two. Uh, maybe later. Maybe. Or maybe, you know what? I think I'm going to wait until I get a, a response for those other three. Because if I get an interview for any of them, then, you know, usually once I get an interview, I'm good. That's all I need. Like, once I get the interview, I'm in. Um, it's been rocky before. Like, I mean, when I was working at J Crew, I only just got the job and I f put my foot in my mouth once. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I for the most part, I, I mean, like I haven't, I, I haven't had that many interviews, but every single interview I've had, I've gotten the job. So yeah, that's good. I guess I'm a charming character. <laughs> Or I can be. I really want that bo uh, Bonobo's uh, studio assistant or studio manager job. That'll be really, really cool. That'd be really, really cool. Because then I'd get to work with the photographers who shoot the e-commerce stuff for, Bono for Bonobo's. And I would very much enjoy that and enjoy meeting them. And then potentially getting to because I like Ben I like Bonobo's uh, photography, their visual, their visual assets. I mean, let me look at this shit right now. I'm googling it. Um, I like their stuff. It's like I like all the pastels and you know it's colorful, but it's not like super vibrant. Like, or it's vibrant, but it's not saturated. If that makes sense, it's uh, you know it's very clean. Like, this is the kind of e-commerce work that I like to do. This and Mango. Like, those are the two brands that I like for their e-commerce, for the e-commerce photography the most. 
Like, every other one seems kind of basic. The thing that I like about these two brands is that they also take portraits, you know, that, that are sometimes wholly unnecessary. They don't show off the clothes at all. Like, sometimes it's a portrait that just shows off the shows off the face, like, super close up, and they still put it on the website. And for whatever reason, I really like those, like, because they feel more luxury in that way, you know? Like, they feel a bit more editorial. I really do like this stuff. Uh, and especially, like, some of the stuff that's done over my favorite uh, backdrop color, Bone. I mean, it's not exactly... Oh, no, maybe... And I don't think they're actually shooting over Bone. Bone White. Um, but, yeah, uh, I really, I really, really like their e-commerce work. It's really sick. Um, I wonder if I should say that in the interview once I get it, like, should I be like, Hey, I love, there are only two brands, e-commerce work that I really, really like. That's yours and mangoes. But should I even mention mango at all? Or I could just say some shit like your e-commerce work is among my two or three favorite, uh, you know, e-commerce, uh, photographer styles or whatever. I don't even know who the photographers are. I feel like whenever I look it up, I can never fucking find it. You know, I did. I think I did find the uh, Bonobos uh, like head photographer for e-commerce stuff on LinkedIn. I think I can't remember, but it was a couple days ago when I was applying and and I just looked through it really, really quickly. Um, but I always fucking love their stuff. I think it's really, really nice, too. Like their clothes are great. I just can't afford the shit, you know? Like, I'm looking at a crew neck sweater for a hundred bucks minimum. Like, there's one for 89. Woo. <laughs> a little cheaper. And not cheaper, but less expensive. Um, yeah, I would, I would absolutely love to get this, this gig. You know? Um, you know what I realize? I think it's, uh, I think, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm like realizing where, where my fire is or was, you know, before it was clouded like a few months ago, or I never thought about it before a few months ago. I never properly thought about it where my fire comes from, you know? Like, I was on the phone with my girl last night, and, uh, and, uh, like, we started chatting about, like, money, you know? Because, because, uh, because she knows that I'm applying, I'm applying for retail jobs now, and I mentioned, like, I mentioned, uh, that, I am kind of doing it for the money, right? Like I'm applying to places that I want to apply to, like places that I like to even that I like to work with on a content level. Like I'd love to shoot for Warby Parker or Away or 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 Bonobos or whatever. Like I'd love to do that. That would be really great. Um, but also, 
I need the money, so I'll fucking go back and work retail um, for a little bit. She said I have an interesting relationship with money, which I agree with. I, I think my I think I have an unusual relationship with it. Like I don't I'm not motivated by money. Like that is never my direct motivation. You know? Um, there has to be one or two other things on top of it. Like what is it going to give me access to? Why do I need it? How am I getting it? Like all of that. Those have to be like, I don't think I've ever or will ever make a decision based solely on just dinero. Um, but I also don't demonize people with money and I don't think money is a curse or whatever. I think it just amplifies the good or the bad. Like a shitty person who gets money is going to, you know, not pay his employees and, and blow all his money on, on, on hookers and whatever the fuck, or like a few of their vices, you know, if they don't have anything they want to actually contribute to society. That's what we're going to do. As someone who, who already wants to do big, you know, things or even small things to affect change or be a good person or whatever, you give them money, they're going to be able to do it, you know, or that's what they're going to use their money towards. And maybe they'll indulge in a vice or two, just like, you know, vice versa, this, the uh, the person who is a shitty person who gets money, they'll also do a couple of good things. They will hire people, you know, even if they don't pay them or they'll probably pay them, but they're going to skimp on like other things like they'll hire people. So that's at least like a good thing. There's a yin yang to this. There's always a push and pull. There's always, you know, some good within the bad and bad within the good. There's like, you know, or dark within the light and light within the dark. Um, Taoist philosophy. Um, but I mean, that's how I view, that's how I view people with money or what money is. It's just, it's just fuel and it fuels whatever's going well and whatever's not going well. So I do have an interesting relationship with it, but I, I, you know, I, I, I think, uh, or at least interesting to me, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I, I'm a capitalist, but I believe capitalism needs a lot of fucking fixing. And I believe in what I would like to call social capitalism, which is not like having social capital where you have an audience, but social capitalism as an idea where you like, there are aspects where people with the means actively provide for or provide direct opportunity for people without means. And if that means angel investing and doing that kind of thing to fund, you know, small neighborhoods or, or in poor neighborhoods or whatever, they absolutely should do that. And they should take initiative to do that. Like once I have, like, I also intend to, I, not intend, but I expect to be someone with wealth, right? For multiple reasons. I want to raise four children in the city where, you know, that's difficult, you know, um, where you need to make at least like three or four hundred grand as a household yearly to be able to do something like that, um, effectively. 
I mean, it can be done on less. Like, I've seen it done with less. I've seen people do it struggling, you know, but it's been done before. Um, and it will be done again. But, I mean, to comfortably raise four children in a big city, you got to make collectively or as a household yourself and your partner or yourself and roommates or whatever you gotta co co-parents or whoever you are you gotta make between three and four and grand a year to have some level of comfort where you can go out every weekend and entertain and you can actually still be home with your kids and um you know you don't have to like scrimp and scrape along it's not ramen noodles every day Y'all can do a vacation once a year. Like, you gotta be able to do all that. Um, and where you live in a decent neighborhood, like, all that. Have enough space. Um, I anticipate being someone with money, but that's not my primary goal. Like, the reason I want the money is because I want these other things. It's because I want a big family. And it's because I want to... Uh, it's because I want to uh, uh, create, you know, change within, within, uh, uh, you know, communities specifically among teenagers and young adults who, who don't have the means to get into creative field and that kind of thing. Like, I want to do that. Eventually, I want to build a school that's going to require capital, right? And obviously, I can raise that capital, but if I can be a multimillionaire at that point anyway, like, it'll be easier to raise capital if I put down X amount of my own. To do my passion project, The Frontier, I will need, like, to do it in the way that I want to do it, I will need to front about $2 million of it myself. Like, if that, and if that means I have to refinance on properties or whatever, like, all of that stuff I want to do, eventually I want to, I want to open up a, a foster home, Right? Like that's specifically for, you know, after my kids are are grown up, um, I want to open up a foster home and 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 foster children. Like I'd love to do all that shit. That just needs money. Um, and money's not the fire. All those things are the fire. Money is the means. So I have to. I understand a level of me has to change that. You know. But I never I never I never questioned where my fire is before. And I think what I have been doing more and more, I know I'm moving and it's annoying, I'm sorry. I think what I have been doing more and more is like, you know, as time goes on, especially the past few weeks or past yeah. Past few months, I guess, but increasingly this past week I've been I've just been questioning where my where my fire is. Like what gives me fuel? Why am I so why am I so unmotivated and whatever now? And it's not just that because it's winter. Like it's not just because I'm in winter right now. That's not the only reason that I'm unmotivated. It can't possibly be because I remember I mean I'm I'm listening to episodes around this time last year and I wasn't nearly this numb and fucked, you know. I think I was pretty happy. I wasn't as productive, you know. I wasn't as productive 
as I like to be. I was relatively productive, I think, for most times. But I mean, I'd also just gotten that job at Casa, and and I was working on uh, two. I was working on three short films uh, when I shot Deadweight, um, and then uh, working on a friend of mine's short film. Um, and well, actually, two friends. One who I met years ago, and other Brandon's. So I was helping him with his stuff. Like, I mean, I was doing a bunch of shit. I did that. I did the winter shoot. Um, with, uh, with, uh, Julianne and Will, like, I, I was doing things, <laughs> um, and I felt good doing those, and when those things were done, they felt good, but now everything, like, I open up my fucking computer, and I'm just like, ah, oh, what makes me feel the best? Forza. <laughs> Actually, I'm probably not going to play Forza today or tomorrow. I'm probably going to finish up Squid Game. I started watching it last night. Um, my cousin, Cameron, who's going off to the Navy, he uh, we were hanging out last night at my mom's. And my aunt was there, my little cousins. My sister came. Um, we were all hanging out. We ended up we were playing dominoes with my uncle. Um... You know, we ate and we were we watching Squid Game. We watched like the first five episodes. It's a fucking great show. It's really, really good. It's really good. It's like surprisingly, like not surprisingly. I wasn't, I wasn't surprised because I, I guess I heard all the hype, but it's, it's a really, really good show. Like I'll watch the next season. Um, I'll watch the next season if it's another, if it's another. Squid Game, I think, because I'm not necessarily super invested in the character so much as I'm invested in the in the world, you know. Like I don't really care about the detective story who's who infiltrated. Like it's cool they infiltrated the thing and all, and it's like cool to see. But I don't care so much for his like backstory or what his motivation is. Um, I guess I do care for the main character. Um, I can't remember his. I can't remember most of their names. The the other the hot chick. What's her name? Um, I can't remember their names, but the the chick she uh, she's from North Korea, I think, and she like escaped and whatever. She had that scar on her neck, and she doesn't talk very much. I think she's really cool. Um, I mean, I like the characters, but I'm not entirely compelled by them. You know, like I like them, but I'm not. I'm not compelled by them. They don't compel, they, they, like, that's not what's driving it for me. Like, I'm more interested in how the games are going and, like, the mechanics of, like, how that whole organization is running and all that shit. That seems the coolest thing to me. I want to figure out who the fuck this, uh, Black Mask guy at the lead of it is. Um, but yeah, if you haven't watched Squid Game yet, I highly recommend it. It's really, really fun. If you like gory stupid like you know gratuitous violence <laughs> and you like uh and you like the concept of like a death game type thing like if you like shit like uh i mean i'm about to name some really stupid things but if you like jigsaw and and um and um what else fucking death race and like shit like that you'll enjoy this this has this is not as you know, action-packed, or what, it's not very, it's not an action-packed thing, it's more of a, it's a lot more of a thriller, drama, whatever, 
Um, but it, it's a fun thing to watch. It's really, it's really, really good. I enjoy it. I'm gonna finish the last three episodes of season one today or tomorrow or both. Um, what was I talking about? My fire. What are my fires? My fires are my kids, even though I have not been able to imagine them in in months. Though they're still my fire. They still are. They're not extinguished just because I can't imagine them. I will get them back, I know it. I I like you know. Um and I know this might sound fucking stupid to, to whoever you are listening. Like, there you don't know if you're gonna have four kids, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Shut your mouth. I don't care. Um. I don't fuck with what gives you motivation. You know. Don't fuck with mine. Don't question mine. Oh, but Kimani, but KJ, life doesn't go that way. Life, you, you never know. What if you're infertile? I, I, you can kindly fuck off. I don't care. Um, so my future kids or my fantasy of future kids, my, my visual, my visualization of what, how I want to raise them, all that, my want for a big family. That's number one. That's the number one thing. And without that, without that pilot light or whatever, without that North Star, everything else is dampened or dies. Because if I'm not having all those kids, what the fuck am I here for? (laughs) Why am I here? Why am I dating? Why, why, for what? You know? Like that is... Honestly, my sole purpose in life is to raise the type of family that I want to raise. Um, uh, I mean, here's the only other star. Actually, you know, I think if anything, maybe I have three North Stars. The farthest, the brightest one is my kids. Uh, the second brightest is my own family like my dad my mom my grandma my sister they're the second brightest and you know that hasn't died so maybe i mean that's one reason to do better is to be able to support them and give and help with their lives and whatever um like that's one other thing i can do um and then the third thing is my own personal wants for my career and that is very much tied to my kids the farther i go is that is tied to how many kids i have if i have one kid and i can't have any more i am probably not going to do as well as if i have a big uh, if on like as i would do if i unless i have a big family you know like because i'm trying to build something to be able to accommodate that kind of family like i want to employ people just to help raise my family like i like if my partner whoever she may be uh 
if she can't ha you know, if she can't rate, if she can't carry children, I want to be able to fucking fund that a hundred thousand dollars to, to, uh, to, uh, have a surrogate mother. Or it's like, it's like between 60 and a hundred grand. Um, I want to be able to do that. And that's, I want that to be fucking, you know, water off my back. It's simple. Oh, we're doing that. Let's do that. Um, and then after that, obviously to raise a kid, you got to make a certain amount. So. Um, but yeah, but my own personal career, that's how far I go with that. Like, I'm not even nearly as motivated by the frontier as I used to be, you know? Um, like what motivates me more because the frontier is one singular project, right? And obviously it's a long-standing project that's going to take seven years to complete. Like from, I mean, not even seven years. If we count what I've already been doing, then decades, literally. But, um, but from episode one to the final episode, that's seven years, you know, to produce 10 episodes a, a, a year seven seasons that's a lot you know um and that in that way i'll be able to employ people and do all that stuff but i'm but i mean there's gonna come a point like if i get to a point where my dick gets chopped off or something and i and i can't you know whatever like what the i'm i'm not gonna feel a need to do that anymore you know unless i start adopting but i don't think i'll be as fulfilled by adopting first before having children i know this is a shitty thing to say and you know you're a terrible person if you can't take in another kid and and raise them like your own and all blah blah i don't i i get it i get it it's i anyone who adopts you are an absolute saint, right? And anyone who, and if you adopt and, and, and raise that child just like your own, and especially if you have biological children and you raise them just the same, you guys are incredible. And I strive to be that kind of person, though I think I have a decent grasp of who I, of, of, of myself. And I will raise that kid very well. But it's but there's gonna be a part of me that that feels that feels unfulfilled. I'm very sure of that. Um, uh, I'm here arguing with ghosts. None of you, no one said this shit. <laughs> no one's told me that I'd be a bad person for not wanting to adopt, you know? <laughs> Why am I arguing with ghosts here? I'm fighting, I'm fighting the air. Um, but that's my fire. And then there are individual fires in every single person that I interact with, you know? Like, for me, my dad, I think, gives me more fire than my mom. 
but they both give me some fire, right? Uh, I think of my friends, you know, my friends, uh, Brandon, Jonan, Saint, they give me some level of fire. I think Brandon and Jonan the most because I tied them to Tiny House Project so much and also tied them to, like, my creative career and wanting to be around these two and go and move up together, like, tied to them. And there are a couple of fires I see in other people that I haven't met yet, right? Like, there are a few things that I'm like, uh, this person gives me some motivation, you know? Like, I mean, or I anticipate this person might be able to, I might be able to extract some motivation from that person. I might be able to curl up in front of them like a little ball and just get fired up next to them, you know? Like, uh, like some photographer, like when I think of, when I think of like, uh, when I think of working with someone like Oscar Back, he's an automotive photographer or whatever. I think like, that's the kind I would love to work under a character like that. And even some of my favorite photographers don't necessarily, I don't have that vibe for, like, I feel like if I was working under (sighs) tread lightly, Kimani. I feel like if I was working under someone like, uh, mm. like, I don't think Ray Collins would give me, (laughs) then again, he shoots something that I don't intend to ever shoot, even though I think his work is incredible. He shoots like the oceans and waves and stuff. Um, that's literally damn near everything that he shoots. Um, Like I don't think I'd get a fire working under under Meg Lo Meg She's incredible and I love her work and she and she's doing portraitures, like stuff with her she's shooting her kids most of the time and obviously she shoots weddings, I think, like professionally, but um what I see the most of her stuff is like her her visual style when shooting her kids is so dreamy and awesome and amazing. I don't think I'd but like if if I were to assist her on a project I'm sure I'll learn something, but I won't be, like, motivated, extra motivated to be whatever, you know? But if it was, like, David Yearbank or, like, a, a Lindsay Adler, you know what's weird? I feel like I wouldn't care so much to work under under Annie Leibovitz, even though she's incredible and one of my favorite photographers of all time. I don't, I don't get, like a, like, a a fire from her. I don't get like a heat. Like I don't I don't feel that spark. Maybe maybe she's too big, you know, in my mind. Um I don't know. I don't know. I think some people feel me more than others and some things feel me a lot more than others and I'm trying to over time, distinguish what those things are. Um, like what specifically? Obviously, Tiny House Project gives me a lot of. Like that's probably that's that's the that is the most attainable thing 
within the next five years for me, or even within the next three years for me, that is the most attainable thing. Um, versus, you know, maybe that's why the frontier isn't as like I don't or Bone Studio. Maybe those things aren't as as. Maybe I'm not as passionate about those things because they're so much farther away. Though they're still a guiding, they're still my guiding, one of my three guiding lights. Um. Uh, I don't know, man. But man, I just thought about this. I lost my fire in the winter. That's the fucking worst time to lose a fire. Lose your fire. I've said fire a lot. I'm probably gonna title this episode that I've lost my fire in the winter or it's very very dim and weak and the only sources of fire that I've had have been really really faint as very few you know imagine that maybe that's why I'm so good over summer I'm chilling over summer because summer's hot. <laughs> Is it just a cold that I hate? Maybe it's just a cold that I hate. Maybe that's why this fucking fire analogy is what I'm talking about here. Maybe I'm just cold. And when I'm cold, I, I want to kill myself. <laughs> that's not true. Um, that was meant to be a joke. I know that's probably the worst time to make a joke about suicide when you're, uh, when you're talking about feeling numb and having no motivation. Um, anyway, I think that's all. This is the longest podcast I've done in a while. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily feel like finishing, I guess, but. What more can I say on this subject? <sighs> hmm. I'm sure there's a million things more I can say. You know what's a little motivation I have? I want to get this Rava tattoo on my back. Yeah. Like, that's one of the things. I do want to get tatted up. It's, it, it, I, I, I'm, I will enjoy that. Like, I've grown to love these fucking tattoos that I have. So, I, you know, like, I'm gonna get this cheetah, I wanna get a guitar or two, I wanna get the Rava on my back, I wanna get the New York skyline somewhere on one of my arms. Um, I haven't thought of shit for this other arm. Like, I, I, I was thinking I want to do a sleeve, but I don't even know if I want to do a sleeve anymore. I, I wasn't even thinking a full sleeve, I was thinking like a half sleeve. Or, like, two half-sleeves that doesn't connect. Like, one on my arm, like, my uh, shoulder, like, the upper arm, and then the other one uh, around my forearm, like, closer to my hand. Um, and I have, like, a little cutout for my, for my, uh, 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 four elements. Well, I don't know what I'd put there. Some feathers will be super basic. Our feathers, feathers are pretty basic. That's a pretty basic tattoo, right? Feathers, uh, half sleeve. Obviously, tattoo. 
That looks kind of fucking sick. You know? Like, I'm into that. But I don't know. The, it, it, it looks sick, but it's so basic gym dude bro that... I don't know. I, I don't know if I if I want to do it. I don't normally care about shit that's basic, you know? Uh no, that's not true because I'm going to get a I'm going to get a um a uh twee and law tattoo. Uh twee and law from Avatar. Um, season one, the last episode of season one, the two fish that are represent yin and yang. Um, because I didn't want to get a yin yang, I didn't want to get like a basic yin yang. So, as I go to Tui La, because then I at least get to tie it back to uh, my you know, back to my favorite show of all time or second favorite, or no, favorite, it counts because it's part of. That and Legend of Korra are the fucking same thing. I cannot separate the two. So, my favorite show of all time. Um, I don't want to get some hand tattoos eventually. Eventually. Not yet. Once I'm making money and have a clientele, you know? Like, once my name is relatively well-known, then, then I'll do it. <clears throat> I'll get a fire tattoo. And I'll just look at that anytime it's uh, winter and I'm feeling wintry. That's all. Later.